Hi, everyone, and thank you for joining me for episode 16 of my podcast called Steps to the Spirit. In this episode, uh, we're going to be looking at step number seven. Step number seven is one of those, um, I guess, rare things that has changed since its initial uh, inception into the 12-step program. I, probably no surprise, like the original version, and that's the one that I've uh, accepted for my own. So the step says, I humbly, on my knees, asked him to remove my shortcomings, holding nothing back. Now, if you've been listening to the podcast, um, I always associate a gift with every step. Uh, They're not always original, but the gift associated with this step could be none other than the gift of humility. This step isn't very complicated at all. Uh, I humbly uh, asked him, there's no question about who the him is, it's a capital H, it is God, and to remove my shortcomings. And my shortcomings are those things, those defects of character that I talked about in the last step, and all those things in step four, the, at least the negative ones, I hopefully found some positive ones in step four, but the negative things that have affected my life and have basically helped to ruin my life up to this point. So the big sticking point in this step is the first big word, which is I humbly. When I finally got serious about this program, these steps, uh, humbly was not in my vocabulary. My goal in life was to take care of, protect, uh, do what I could to make feel good this thing called Chuck that was me. I feel like I had no clue what this thing humbly was. I feel like from the time I was born, um, I cried a lot. I, you know, made noise, made, made kind of a pain to myself. And I was told that that was bad. Don't do that. Well, I cried because I was either hungry or very wet, and I wanted somebody to take care of it because, obviously... I was an infant, and I couldn't take care of it myself. But for me, it seemed like my whole life was one that couldn't measure up to what other people expected of me, those significant other people in my life. It always seemed to be I was playing the wrong way, don't do that, you're a bad boy. Um, When I went to school, my marks weren't quite good enough, Um, you're a bad uh, why, oh, oh, you didn't send a thank you note for that present that you got at Christmas time. Uh, again, I was bad. So I started over time to get the impression that I wasn't really a good person. Seemed like I couldn't do the right thing. Not because I didn't try. I tried to do the right thing for my parents and try to give them presents and look at what I made for you. I did this drawing 
and uh, but it, it was never enough. So here I was working with this thing called ego, which is really the exact opposite of humbly. Nobody, I don't think, likes feeling bad about themselves. I think it's something that is foreign to us. We want to feel good about ourselves. Somewhere inside we know that we're good people. At least we hope we are. But everybody that was important to me from the outside was telling me that I wasn't really a good person. So I tried to do things to make up for that. I tried to do things to soothe my ego, to make me feel good, to make me feel like a better person, to make me feel like I belong, that I wasn't a piece of garbage that happened to float into these people's lives. Eventually, I found this thing called alcohol, and for me, that worked quite well to help me feel like I was acceptable. But at least while I was drinking, it built my ego right up there. And it was a false uh, feeling of acceptance. Yes, of course it was. But it worked. All of those feelings of being inadequate, of not doing the right thing, of saying the wrong thing, of not getting good grades all kind of built up, and it was like a pressure, uh, a steam pressure boiler with fire underneath, water inside. The steam was building up, and I had no outlet. I, I, it was just, I, was, I felt like I was going crazy. When I found alcohol, well, there's my outlet. I could drink, and that would let the pressure off. I could at least feel like I was an acceptable human being for a short while, at least until the hangover the next morning. By the way, I always envied you people that didn't have to go through that hangover. I don't know why that is, but I certainly did. So here I am at step seven, and again, I feel like these steps are in this order for a reason. And all of these first six steps have gotten me to this point. I, I admit to God, I can't possibly handle this myself. I've tried. I've tried over and over again, different ways. It, it just doesn't work. I made a decision, finally, that if I couldn't do it my way, then I'm going to try to do it God's way. Along with that decision, I was told I needed to look back on my life, to look at the wrongdoings I had done, but also look at any good things in my life. And uh, it doesn't say it, but I wrote them all down and reflected on them and said, wow, there's a lot of garbage here. There's a few good things that are worth saving. And then they told me in the next step to talk to somebody about it, to talk to God about it, and to think about it myself. I did those things, and finally, after talking to somebody and doing that fifth step, I, I felt quite relieved, and I felt like there was hope for me. There was hope for me to find that Chuck inside of me that was the good person. And then, in the last step, step six, 
I'm told to, okay, think about what you're about to do. Are you really ready to do this? Uh, do you understand how, how your life is going to change? And I did. I understood that from now on, if I accept this and, and want God to help me with my, my shortcomings, that my life was going to change drastically. But I also had the hope, the very profound hope, that that drastic change was going to be changed for the good. So here I am on my knees, trying to be humbly, and really what I figured out was that being humble means my needs, my wants, my desires, aren't the be-all and end-all in this world. And there are other people in the world and there are things that are more important than my physical needs and my physical wanting to feel okay with myself. Of course, one of the definitions I heard about humility one time was that it's the thing that when you think you have it, you don't. And so to do this step, here I am on my knees and I'm saying, God, I don't want to live this way anymore. I have tried, I have tried over and over to be different. I have tried to live a different kind of a life. I have tried to be the person that other people wanted me to be. And I thought by doing that, they would accept me and I would look good. But it never worked out that way. So I'm saying, God, <laughs> give me a break here uh, I'm not used to this humility thing I'm not sure how it works but I'm going to try my best and I believe that if I put my faith in you if I continue to try to decipher try to look to my spirit as to how to live my life if I try to say no to some things and yes to others that I think that you want me to say no and yes to, I think my life is going to get better. So please help me take these things away from me. Take them away and let me start my new life. So that was that. What did I expect? I'm not sure what I expected. I knew that, you know, God isn't going to bring his magic finger down and touch me on the forehead and say, okay, all of your problems are gone. Now start over and you'll be happy for the rest of your life. I knew it wasn't going to work that way, folks. I'm not, I wasn't St. Paul or, you know, that was changed miraculously by God. But I had a sense that, okay, now I can try to throw that switch. I can try to look at things a little differently. I can try to ask continuously for God's help and move on with my life and to move on from here with the rest of these 12 steps. All I can tell you is 
it may sound kind of strange, but it works. It has worked for me for years now. I have been able to start to relegate things to God and to my spirit to be able to give me some answers to enable me to live my life in a different way and to follow a different path. Please believe me that it works. And it'll work for you as it worked for me. You just need to give this program and God a chance. Thank you so much for listening. And we'll see you next week. So long.